Hi, and welcome to Rick Fry in Real Time. Gosh, I'm excited. We're in Fort Worth, Texas. And I'm with my good friend, Preston. <laughs> There's a backstory. There's a backstory to that, yeah. I, I, there was a hesitation while we were rehearsing this. I, and I'm, gosh, I can't tell you how fun it is to be here at his house in Fort Worth and just enjoying their company and... It's good to see you again. It's good to see you, Rick. Yep. It's good to see you. Yep. So, but before we get into our topic, you're almost finishing a new book? I am. Tell yeah. us a little bit yeah. about that. So, this uh, is a book that is based on a study that I did in the book of Psalms, chapter 37, verses 3 through 6. Uh-huh. And I didn't intend to write a book about this, didn't even really intend to do the study. <laughs> But I, uh, shortly after, in fact, shortly after you and I did the uh, documentary over in southeastern Oklahoma, um, I was batching it for a while. Diane was on a trip. And so I retreated to Colorado and uh, just, I fished a little bit and hiked some and sat on the patio some and, and whatnot. And I... I just happened to wind up in this particular passage of scripture mm-hmm. and I wound up spending the week just really pondering these four verses. And uh, it was can, just really a, a can magnificent you tell us what they time. Are? Or do you so, want to wait till the book's good? Yeah, yeah. We've got to wait for the book. Okay. If I tell people now, then they, they won't, won't buy, buy the, the book. book right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but no, I, it uh, was. It's talking about trusting the Lord and uh, committing your way to Him, and and so forth. And uh, anyway, it was just a great time. So on my way home, I was out in you know North Texas, uh, out around uh, Esteline, uh-huh. and the thought occurred to me: I wonder if I can write this down. Wow! And then I thought: Well, I wonder if I should. Uh, could I do it justice, take people into the experience that I've just had? So anyway, here we are uh, these months later, and that's what I've done. So the title of the book is He Will. Wow. And uh, the subtitle is Trusting God No Matter What. So, so when can we get a copy? Uh, tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know, that's a good question. Um I don't know the answer to that. I don't okay. have a date. It's soon. soon? I'm, I'm, okay. I'm finishing my final edit on the book. Wow. So uh, there'll be some layout and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. and then the, the publishing of it. The The best way to, to uh, find out about timing and everything would just be to uh, go to my website, PrestonGillum.com, and you, you can, can subscribe that. there, and I'll write about it and say, hey, the book's available and, awesome. and so forth, and then uh, you can pick it up at Amazon and so forth once it's done. But we're, but it's close. Yeah. It's, it's close, yeah. I got to tell you, one of your biggest fans mm-hmm. is my wife standing right there. Oh, very good. She reads <laughs> all your blogs. <laughs> well, we have one, of, we, we, one we, of my three readers. <laughs> <laughs> 
But she just, she said, I can't wait to meet him. <laughs> well, thank you, Lori. It's yep. good to meet you. And Preston's wife, Diane, is standing over there. Yep. She's waving at us, but you can't see it. So, <laughs> Gosh, some time ago, um, the, the topic for today is we're, we're basically going to be talking about um, ministries that split. Some time ago, there was a issue came up in our ministry, and we had, it was, uh, to me, it was a tragic split. Mm. And um, it had to do with uh, a difference in philosophy or theology. I don't know that what they decided to be involved in is, is in a theology, but it, was, it wasn't what we started the ministry that we wanted to teach. Yeah. Um, and so that split was obviously unexpected and tragic. Mm. Um, and then I got to thinking, um, Paul and Barnabas had a split over something they really disagreed on. Yeah. And I kind of, when I reached out to you, I thought Preston might be the right guy to talk about this. <laughs> we'll, we'll soon find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, how do we how do we begin this? Um, there are there was a precedent for a disagreement and a split. Paul continued on to write half of the New Testament, and I don't know that we heard much about Barnabas after that. Yeah, no, they, their split was. Uh, if you look at it one way, it was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. If you look at it another way, it may, you might be able to say it was providential yeah. because they split up and uh, as you point out, Barnabas went one direction, Paul another, um, but there was a multiplying of ministry yeah. that, that occurred then that might not have happened, uh, you know, playing Monday morning quarterback, that might sure. not have happened right. had the split not occurred, but, but still it's a problematic uh, aspect of scripture yes. and um, you know ancient dates are tricky uh, somewhat but uh, best I can tell Barnabas and Paul probably traveled together and worked together for maybe eight years mm -hmm. or so mm -hmm. uh, Barnabas was uh, influential in Paul's early life as a believer uh, you know Paul was uh, before he became a believer, the the guy that uh, uh, we know as Paul used to be named Saul, Saul of Tarsus, and he yeah. was really a bad dude. Yeah, I mean, uh, lots of lots of Christians lost their lives and were imprisoned and whatnot uh, because of Paul's direct effort mm -hmm. to uh, to uh, try them for their faith. Yeah. And uh, he was very successful at that. <laughs> he was very good at his job. And he was good at his job. And so uh, when he became a believer, the, the existing believers were really pretty skittish. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in fact, the guy that, that God appointed to go uh, pray for Paul and so that his eyesight would be returned after his conversion experience, etc., I mean, that guy uh, said to God, I've heard about this guy, and he's not a good guy, and yeah. you, that's who you want me to go see. So anyway, 
uh, the, the scriptures point out that uh, the believers were really cautious around Paul, and they didn't want anything to do with him. Well, Barnabas interceded on his behalf, and they, he advocated for Paul, and ultimately his advocacy on behalf of Paul uh, facilitated ministry, mm -hmm. and they had a... Uh, you know, a great time. So, so there was a mentoring component. Yeah, they even. had a very successful um, uh, evangelical tour. They did. Yeah, they did. And um, and then when they got ready to go on their, uh, when Paul got ready to go on what we know as his second missionary journey, mm -hmm. um, Barnabas wanted to uh, take. John Mark, John Mark right. who was his uh, cousin, I think. Uh, he wanted to take him with them, and Paul said no. Yeah. And the reason he said no was because during that first trip, uh, John Mark had been a part of their their entourage, mm -hmm. and he bailed out yeah. and went home. And Paul... Um, didn't he? He didn't like that. Yeah. It, it was really problematic for him. So they uh, ultimately split over this because the disagreement between Barnabas and Paul was so strident yeah. that uh, they couldn't reconcile. And Barnabas went one way and took John Mark, and Paul went another and took Silas with him. So, um, you know, later in, later in the scriptures, uh, Paul and John Mark reconcile, and uh, Paul s uh, speaks affirmations about John Mark. Now that I didn't know. I, didn't know. I knew that he and Barnabas had reconciled. Uh, don't know much about that. Yep. But... Um, but you know, I mean, so why did they split? And the answer is nobody knows. Right. It was not theological. Yeah. So here's my opinion on it. Um, these guys, um, these guys, uh, the world they were traveling in, their enemies were playing for keeps. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, Barnabas... Barnabas winds up going back to his hometown, uh, which is in Crete, Salamis, mm. and uh, he ministers there, and eventually, somewhere around 60, 61, uh, his, his hometown people stone him to death, uh, wow. is the best guess. There's another uh, scenario within church history that they tied a rope around his neck and and dragged him around until he died. Either way, Either way. his uh, hometown ending. folks yeah. uh, killed him. Yeah. And of course Paul later on is murdered as well. Mm -hmm. In a lot of the towns that these guys visited, there were people there who were seeking to kill them. Yeah. So here's my thought. I've worked in some tricky places. And uh, 
you know, pretty much high high confidentiality need needed kinds of environments. Mm. And um, the one thing that you can't have is disloyalty. Yes. I mean, you just can't tolerate it. No. And so, uh, Paul's life and well-being literally depend upon the people that he's traveling with. And uh, John Mark bails. He flinches. And I think Paul uh, probably just said, uh, can't have this. No. Now, Paul's a, an intense dude, yes, and uh, a man I've read on a several, mission. I've read several accounts that he was very impetuous impetu- and mm. very impatient. I can see the impatient piece yep. uh, because um, there are there are places where patience is important, mm-hmm. and then there are places where you can't be patient. Right, and um, so I just kind of wonder. Yeah. Uh, if that might not have been it. Meanwhile, uh, Barnabas was in a a place that wasn't as uh, wasn't as difficult. Right. Uh, even though it cost him his life, and uh, Paul, on the other hand, was uh, um, had a whole lot higher higher exposure than Barnabas did, and uh, he took another guy. You know, the term that gets misquoted a lot is when Paul says, I die daily. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you take that out of context, and, and we say, as Christians, we need to die daily mm-hmm. to ourselves. and to. Sure. But I think what he was talking about was the danger he faced every day. Every day. He faced the, he faced the uh, potential for death. Yeah. And that's what he was talking about. He's not talking about sacrificial yeah. die to yourself. He's talking about I face death every day. Sure. And yeah, and you know, um, here again, dates are tricky when they're old yeah. dates, as old, as old as the Bible dates anyway. But, you know, in the book of Galatians, uh, which was written around 48, 49, something mm-hmm. like that, 50, um Paul says that uh, when he encountered Peter, he says, I opposed him to his face. Mm-hmm. He confronted him because he was behaving in a hypocritical manner. Right. Well, it goes on to say that this hypocrisy that Peter was engaging in was uh, so nefarious, the Bible says even Barnabas was led astray. Mm. And so, um, somewhere in that same time frame is probably when the split between Paul and Barnabas happened. Somewhere in that 48, 49, 50 time frame. So, um, again, it's conjecture on my part, but I just can't help but wonder if Paul uh, just said, you know what? Uh, your your cousin bailed here on us, John Mark, mm-hmm. and furthermore, you you got led astray yourself, and we've already done one of these trips. The stakes are high. We're getting ready to go on another trip, uh, and you don't have your head together, Barnabas. Wow. 
Um, and so, yeah, you take John Mark and go on back to Crete, go on back to Salamis, mm -hmm. and meanwhile, I'm, I'm headed to Asia, yeah. and I'll take Silas with me wow. and go. That's, that sounds right to me. It sounds right to me. You know, those relationships are, are hard, but you know, the, the work that those guys were doing, especially oh, Paul, so intense. like you were just saying, yeah. um, it was tense stuff. Yeah. I mean, there were, there are multiple times where, you know, Paul barely escapes with his life. Yeah. I mean, this is real, real cloak and dagger stuff. Uh, you know, and ultimately it catches up with him, and they uh, they kill him in in Rome. Yeah. Yep. So I've been through divorce, um, and there were people who thought that I had left God because of the divorce. Mm -hmm. People who accused me of all kinds of things that weren't true yeah but I think I think I think God released me from that marriage I when I don't think that I'm absolutely sure that God said I release you from this mm -hmm. I have something else for you mm -hmm. um, and how do you feel about that statement that even something as um, I don't know why I want to use the word sacred but as important as marriage and God says I'm releasing you from that mm -hmm. how do you how do you feel about that or do you agree with that well I don't know all the detail right here sure so uh, with that disclaimer <laughs> <laughs> covering my backside right do, you know. please do <laughs> you know uh, <clears throat> so in other words are there scenarios where God releases us from um, obligations? Mm -hmm. And are there times where conflict simply cannot be resolved? Yep. And I think the answer is yes. Yes, I do. Uh, now then, think about the words that we just used. I mean, uh, sacred and uh, holy mm -hmm. and obligation and a divine... A divine appointment, a, a, you know, something uh, that uh, is rises to that level of of depth. Um, and we say, okay, can this come apart? Yeah. And then to say yes, the but is yes, but not lightly. Not not on a whim. Yes. Absolutely. So the reason absolutely. I was joking a little bit about you know, my disclaimer, and I don't know the whole story, right. but in another way, I'm not joking. Uh, what's, what is the story? What happened here? Uh, because uh, anytime we start talking about a schism within a, a family or uh, the body of Christ, etc., mm -hmm. that's serious stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, most of the time, unless we're you know talking about heresy or something, right. um, there's not a scripture per se that says you know X Y Z. Yeah. Here's your here's your formula. 
Rather, you have to go to other passages of Scripture that talk about how you manage conflict and what that looks like. And there's a lot of passages about that where you bring in multiple counselors and you seek counsel and you, there's time and is there precedent and et cetera. Et cetera yeah. And so uh, does this happen in relationships? Yes. Uh, most of the time, though, uh, these fractures are things that are really complex and there are judgment calls in there and uh, the wise counselors are brought in because oftentimes these these splits are um, uh, they have they're at the level of motive and heart yeah. and intent yes. and so forth and ferreting that out discerning it uh, that's not black and white no no, no. And I, I did seek counsel. Some of it I, don't, I didn't think was good counsel. No. And uh, I, I was removed. I was asked to leave the church that I was in because of it. Yep. And um, I, don't, I don't know that I want to go into much detail about this because it's, I don't want to be, I don't want to be disrespectful to my ex-wife, but um, I think I think I'm convinced that God moved me from that to something else. Yeah, yeah, I'm convinced of that. Yeah, because here I sit. Yep, here I sit. You have the you have the benefit now of being able to reflect. Yeah, you have history to look back on. Yep, and you know, in a lot of these. Uh, circumstances that arise that are difficult yeah. where you're trying to sort out what's going on etc um, one of the great resources that you have oftentimes is history yeah you know how do I look back on this and, uh, and is there wisdom there yes 